0: Luxury, how are you?
1: <laughs> I'm really good. I'm yeah. like really feeling accomplished about our show. We never talk about our show on yeah. the show. Maybe we just take a minute to thank. Thank you all for listening. Yes. Like we started this in, in July in just a few months. Yeah. We've like made a bunch of shows. We're really proud of it. <laughs> thank you for the listeners and the team and I don't know, it's just a pleasure to come once a week and talk to my friend about music. That's I all can't I can say it any
0: better. This is where our friendship started, talking about music. Yes. <laughs> and we're still doing it. And yeah. we're still sort of friends. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> we're, we're mostly friends. We're like <laughs> 85 to (laughs) So today we're going to be doing something a little different from our regular episode. We're basically going to be talking through some of our favorite new songs that we've only discovered in the past year. That's an important distinction. We
1: discovered it. It came across our path just in the last 12 months. And we'll also be giving you some hot takes. Sizzling. <laughs> sizzling hot takes on a few I things. I don't know how hot
2: they are. They're gonna be sizzling. Definitely takes. I-,
1: I can answer that question. How hot are they gonna be? Sizzling hot. Okay, okay, awesome. They're gonna be sizzling hot takes about some of our favorite new music
0: books, music documentaries. All right, let's not keep the people waiting anymore. I'm actor, writer, director, and sometimes DJ, Diala Rumi. And I am producer, DJ, and songwriter Luxury, also known as the guy who makes short videos about enterprise. <laughs> This is the These Are a Few of Our Favorite Things episode of One Song. Why do I always sound angry
1: when I whisper interpolation? I'm talking about, kind of talk interpolation. To your about that. I'm a I've kind interpolation. I'm noticed. kind. There's a lot of things I
0: need to talk to my therapist about. That's just one of them. Thanks to the U.S. Soy and the United Soybean Board for the sustainable makeover of our podcast studio and for sparking discussions on greener Hollywood production. Just like notes in a song, sustainable living is just a series of small, eco-friendly choices that contribute to the melody. Check out the Tears for Fears episode of one song and see behind-the-scenes clips of how they pulled the whole look together. It's all on At Heartbeat Audio on YouTube, and the link is in our show notes. all right luxury as we kick off our 2024 we wanted to say damn a lot has happened in the last 12 so months. much has happened Been we big year. That, i mean like we had beyonce's epic renaissance tour, tour yeah. that both you and i saw and wearing, maybe, did you hear our silver but
1: did you hear because i didn't hear very much of it but you, you saw it and you heard it my I my did. audio was terrible I is did. all i'm trying to
0: say yeah we were both the, there the sofi
1: stadium not so good in the audio department
0: no no it was it. it was it was there's something going it. on at SoFi. Yeah. That that stadium does not I'm definitely sound seeing the great. movie so I can finally hear what
1: I was watching earlier this year. But by the way, we both wore our silver. We did. Yeah. Technically, I actually—if it's like the family wore silver, like collectively wore the silver—I did not myself. You did
0: not wear, wear silver. silver, but I
1: do understand that a lot of the silver okay. garments are being returned frequently. That really? the
0: goodwills are being inundated with people <laughs> bringing their silver clothes back just weeks after going so, to the show. So, that's funny. Yeah. Actually, you know, I, I thought this was such a good joke. I, I was going to wear like a Rihanna T-shirt, <laughs> oh, like under my silver. Risky. And uh, Brittany was like, "I can't. Yeah, I, I don't want to be a single parent. Yeah, that's that I is want, that could have been dangerous. <laughs> yes." Um, Also, Taylor Swift had her own juggernaut year with her eras tour her re-release of 1989 sold over a million records now, who's buying who's <laughs> spending money on cds right
1: that's a good question and by the way not just not just the tour being successful and the film being successful but like the word eras was like kind of maybe runner-up to riz for word of the year <laughs> i mean everyone started saying eras this year oh not Lord. a coincidence
0: my kids they they, they cringe it so is hard. a very cringe it is a Any very time cringe. i use the word riz and it's just cringe. like come on your dad is the king of riz is king <laughs> you are riz. the king of riz the Between the two of us, I think you're the king of Riz. This is your Riz era. Um Usher closed out his Vegas residency after creating countless viral moments and after ruining, sadly, a whole lot of marriages. Not mine. I was gonna say. My wife and I, we went to go see <laughs> yeah, Usher. In Vegas, I emerged right? weekend. Yeah. I was just like, don't look at him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is he is he that handsome? I missed that show. I'm sorry. He's a, a good looking man. man. He knows handsome. how to dance, he knows how to sing. Also, the landscape of how we listen to music continued to change. TikTok minted more and more hit songs, broke new artists, but also some of the biggest bands of all time, legacy
0: artists, Mm -hmm. kept making music too. The Stones dropped a new album. (laughs) We even got a new Beatles song. And maybe the biggest surprise of the year, Andre 3000's flute album, which Reminds okay, me. Okay, now you've got something I, to say. Zolt's no, got something to say over here. <laughs> I got something to say. Yeah. I want to thank everybody who, after listening to that Outcast episode, proceeded to send me like pictures of them with Outcast before Outcast became like you know that is super so cool. Duper huge. Yeah, like it's just like. There's so many cool pictures out there, and in general, I love, and I know Luxury loves, we love getting your DMs of stories of you, you know, running across some of the artists who we've talked about. I know you guys have sent us in a lot of songs for our One More Song segment. Um, We're actually going through those. By the way, it can't hurt to send it again, because sometimes, you know, your DMs get full, and it pushes messages way, way down, so always feel free to send in more of those songs, because honestly... We just like listening to, to yeah. new music. We, well, we love, love discovering new music. And we love con-
1: conversating about music, not just with each other, but with yeah. with you guys, too. We love—we get in the Conversing. comments. We have really
0: fruitful conversations
1: yeah. in there. And uh, yeah, we just love the interaction about music.
0: Okay, so luxury. Let's get into it. Today, we are going to share some of the songs that have come onto our radar in the last year. Our lists are not necessarily songs released in the last year, but rather songs we discovered in the last year. They can be from 2023. They can be from 1923. Absolutely right. Not all the
1: songs on my list or your list are from this past year, but this first one is. So I wanted to actually start out with a song that for me, what I was kind of looking for, what is the number one song in my mind that I think will forever be associated with 2023? This is a song that is so... So zeitgeist, so of the moment, it's like kind of embedded in amber in this year. Uh-huh. If, if it, in if the, the past year, if there yeah. was a tree, and then the, there was a tree, you know, the what do you call it, the, the rings of the tree, like, and, and you cut down the tree, mm-hmm. like in t- in a hundred years, on this, that ring, the song would be, be on
0: that ring, on the twenty twenty three ring. Okay. Have I made myself clear about Absolutely.
1: how embedded in twenty twenty three the is? <laughs> so first of all, I want to just go a couple runners up. This is a tough one to pick, but for me, one of the big you can't talk about twenty twenty three and not talk about Pink Panthers.
0: Okay, so. Love Pink Panthers. L- l- Been in love with Pink Panthers yeah. since her own album came out. And, and. You know, I, and I might talk about it a little bit later. Yeah, no, talk about. I, it. I love Pink, Panthers, but go ahead. I think I know where you're heading. Well,
1: headed. no, I was just gonna say, like, I, I fell in love with her on the Boiler Room. Is that? Did you see that Boiler Room a couple years ago? I did not. Yeah, no. I mean, for me, like, I love that she was bringing back drum and bass. I love that she was like adorable and just like really this sort of We're on the same page, sort That's of proper amazing. at the same time, British. Um, <laughs> so this combination of factors all goes into the music, and in particular, this song is so 2023, not just because it's Pink Panthers, but also because it features Ice Spice. <laughs> And here we go, "Boys a Liar" part two, part two, really. All right, so that, that's a runner-up. That's the runner. Up. Didn't make, didn't make the number one spot. Yeah,
0: let me throw a yeah, uh, Pink Panther it. song into the mix. Do it, do because it, do it. I really thought her album "To Hell with It," uh, which came out, I think, in 2022. Uh, I first heard about her on the on the BBC. Um, I thought it was an amazing song. I thought it was an amazing album. And uh, I was so happy to see her do a song with Ice Spice the last too. year because I was like, oh, maybe now people will go back and discover uh, To Hell with It. Let me play a really briefly a song off of To Hell with It. Uh, this is Break It Off. Uh, that song, of course, sampling the famous track Circles by Adam F came out in the early two thousands. Great drum and bass track. I love that so much. I'm so
1: glad you played that example because that is that's what I first heard is yeah. the drum and bass coming back, the jungle beat. It's so fast, but it's also you can do the halftime dun 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 dun. It well, could be that or dun dun, dun If you want to get into some dun.
0: DJ talk. Right. Um most drum and bass is somewhere between it's like one forty a hundred and sixty and hundred and seventy oh, okay, beats damn. per minute. But ironically, as as we've said on the show before, if you have the yeah. beats PM beats per minute, it's 80 to 85, which lines it up with a lot of hip hop. Mm-hmm. And so you can go from drum and bass to hip hop. I'm gonna mention some more rock about drum and even. bass later in the episode. Right. But but now back to your to your uh list of songs.
1: Okay, let's continue with my second runner up, and this is now we have proper ice spice all alone. This to me was neck and neck with number one because to me,
0: so you're feeling the spice. You're I was feeling the spice. Feeling the spice. <laughs> I was feeling the spice.
1: And one of my favorite things about this song is that it, it's one of those, we talked about the phenomenon of TikTok music. This is one of those sound first and then artist later moments. Because there was at least a two week period where every video on TikTok was this.
2: She's she showing her a panty. She's shaking like jelly. Honey like like But I'm still shaking ass in a deli. With ah. my bitch getting daddy.
1: Um, what I love about it, again, if if we're talking about for me, like, what is my favorite song that to me will probably always be 2023? <laughs> this song definitely is 2023. I love the fact that it's associated with these videos on this platform, yeah. which is a big part of my sort of daily experience, both as a, a viewer and a on creator. TikTok, yeah. So, like, and I love the fact that the trends like start within milliseconds of it being yeah. like a cool trend. You've got like Reese Witherspoon or whatever, like <laughs> so many like weird celebrities doing this trend, which was like the lights going on and off thing with the crew behind them I dancing. Watched- all of yeah, them. W- I watched, I watched them. literally all of them. This is a trend that I will watch every trend. I will watch every one of the But this, in this trend. one's weird.
0: Okay. But this is that weird thing about TikTok, right? Because the, so- the song you just played is de- is uh, Deli. Yeah, by sorry. I-, I don't think I properly announced it. This is yeah, Deli this is by Ice. Thank Spice. you very much. Um, Produced by Wright. But USA. a lot of those videos used a song called Benjamin's Deli by oh, yeah, by it's, a mashup. J- it's a mashup of right, all right, about right. the Benjamins and Delhi. Right. Which, uh, for our listeners who have, haven't seen all those videos like I did, yeah. uh, here it is right here. <laughs> and what's interesting about that is, like, almost everything on TikTok, everything's sped up. Like, you yeah, gotta cram yeah, so much yeah, into yeah, that yeah. little bit of time. Right. So even Delhi, as fast as it is, is like, you know... Much much faster. He added five or ten BPM version. Yeah,
1: yeah. I love it, and thank you for playing the original. I love the whole phenomenon, though, of like of you hearing it in that format, and then you sort of researching or discovering the original. Like, actually, I like this form of discovery. I know the music industry isn't crazy about it because it's yeah. like all over the place and unpredictable. You can't strategically like set out to make no. this type of phenomenon, but it it led me to find the song. So
0: I, thank I gotta you. say, I think thank you TikTok algorithm a hundred percent. I'm not the first person to say it, but I fundamentally algorithm. believe it. TikTok is what the radio used to be. Yeah, it, TikTok makes is true. The hits. that is
1: discovery music discovery is TikTok. I for would me. have never. By the way, I gotta <laughs> now. I
0: gotta give a special shout out to. A, a, can I give a, a, yeah, a shout out going. to, to the it. TikTok song that I was kind of blown away by? It is this one. I want to say something about it afterwards. Well, here's what I'll say. I was at, I was at first transfixed by the by the I don't even know if you can call it a dance by the movement everybody was doing to this. Okay, and then. I like. I was like that. That voice on there sounds familiar, and I found out it was a sample of the Boondocks, which was like one of my favorite cartoons. Yeah, this is a song called "A Pimp Named Slickback." So the fun fact is that so I, so I was great. like, wait, that's definitely Cat Williams' voice, but where is it from? And it's because Cat Williams was playing <laughs> a, a, a pimp named Slipback. And every time he would be like somebody would say to him "Oh, hey what's up Slipback he'd be like no I'm a pimp named Slipback like a tribe called Quest you wouldn't just call them Quest I'm a pimp named Slipback so that's great it's a funny line from an old show and uh, I, in general going all the way back to the Skrillex days I love it when someone takes something from like a YouTube video totally. or a movie clip and then unlicensedly <laughs> throws it right. out there and, and, now, and puts it in a song I love it too
2: now hold up Slipback no that's a pimp named slick back that's what i said slick back no no it's a pimp named slick back like a tribe called quest you say the whole thing a pimp named slick back
1: and also i just to, to scratch my own curiosity it's like is that is that the original or is it interpolation let's find out it's a sample with a definitely a sample yeah yeah but they, it, but, they but, sample
0: crystal waters By the way, I yeah, yeah. think we both heard that Crystal Waters sample Absolutely, in there. Yeah. Let's listen to it. This is Gypsy Woman by Crystal Waters. Also known as la da D, la Yeah,
1: when I first heard it in, when you were playing it just now, I was like, I knew that it was Gypsy Woman. But for a minute, I was like, is this one of those Beyonce show me love kind of things because if i had made what you played i wouldn't do the sample and lose like all my money because then you got to clear it and you (laughs) got to clear the publishing you would
0: just that's a keyboard
1: sound that anyone can buy because it's a preset maybe on the m1 i'm not sure and then you add a clap to it because that's what i heard there was an 808 clap so it's one of those situations like the beyonce show me love thing it's like you don't have to sample it you can kind of just make it i wonder how they did it it's a question i have
0: (laughs) I love that you asked the questions that nobody else has <laughs> asked. Big
1: questions. Only on one song. All right, so here's that was tough choice, man. What is the most what's my favorite 2023 uh preserved in amber moment and I think it's got to be this one. At the end of the day, it's Kill Bill by SZA. <laughs> That's 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 the.
0: I mean, you couldn't go anywhere with that. You
1: couldn't go anywhere without hearing that song. You couldn't go anywhere without hearing that song. And there's something about it that, to me, when I first heard the song, it's kind of like a like Paul McCartney "Yesterday" scrambled eggs moment, where I'm like, (laughs) this song has always existed. It feels really perennial. Like it's simultaneously my pick for this is totally 2023, and
0: yet it's it's very. It feels like it's been around for a long time. Also, there's nothing more disturbing than hearing the lyrics of Kill Bill sung by your 13 year old. Oh man, that <laughs> was is like, creepy. Oh man, no. uh, don't sing that anymore. Don't yeah. don't talk about killing anybody. No, please don't. <laughs> I, I see it's such a like sing song melody. Like I can it hear it sounds like, so yeah, beautiful, beautiful and right. lightweight, and then you get into it, and then you're like. Oh, this is That's what makes it so
1: special is the juxtaposition of how beautiful
0: and dreamy and melancholy sounding and murderous. It reminds me of Sly and the Family Stones, Thank You for Letting Me Be Myself Again, which was also a fun, fun song with some crazy dark
1: lyrics. Absolutely. Or the entire Smiths catalog or something, right? (laughs) The juxtaposition (laughs) of music and lyric.
0: Also, one more thing about my (laughs) 13-year-old. I was like, oh, what do you think of Ice Spice? And he's like, yeah, she's thick. And I was immediately like, you're going to your room. (laughs) I don't ever want to talk to you again. But was he wrong? No comment. No comment. But was he wrong? My kid might be listening to the podcast. Maybe you should be proud of him
1: for that for That declaration, confident
0: declaration. Hey, man. Your dad says go to sleep. If you're if you listening to the podcast, go to sleep. Um, nobody who I am the father to should be listening this far into the podcast. All right, Diallo, back over to you. I want to know what you got for me. Well, listen, you know, like one thing that's really important to me is always refreshing with you know new music it might be new to me yep but uh just a part of me i always want to try and find stuff that i think is like a little underground not everybody's listening to it because uh that's how i got into music in the first place I, I started off djing the music that the other djs weren't playing i'm not a contrarian but i'm always like why isn't why aren't more people listening to this or to that right. it's and, missing you noticed it missing yes, and you want to bring it back yes and so especially like i love it when black artists are dabbling in music that for whatever reason, at least in America, we aren't associated with a lot of electronic music um comes to mind. And this song comes to mind. This song is uh by Sipho. Is it Sipho? Is that how he pronounces it? You you know what leave know this it. in the show because this is the other thing about listening to <laughs> underground artists you don't always know how to say their names you don't names. always know how to say their names so shout out to Sifo or Sifo. I don't know normalize not knowing everything about all S-I-P-H-O. the music S.I.P.H.O Let's everybody can come that. to me in the comments I'm trying to learn this We're is the space to learn he did a song called sober mindset. sorry he did a song called sober that I absolutely love and I want to play a little bit of it uh the next 10 seconds are probably not going to do it full justice so I suggest you go out and listen to it um but this is sober by Sipho, and when we get done with it i'll tell you what i, I can't some wait of the to hear I, I don't know about. this this is yeah. great i'm learning It's cool that's just a snippet that's so nice but i think that that shows you where that song goes he's from birmingham um And so maybe somebody, one of our listeners, to be clear, Birmingham, UK, not Birmingham, Alabama, but if somebody in Alabama knows how to pronounce Sifo, you you are also welcome to write in and tell us how it's pronounced.
1: That was super cool. I really love that and love the drum and bass thing. You want to talk a little more about that? Well, listen,
0: I mean like- Or Jungle. Do you consider it Jungle or drum and bass? Well, you know, I I don't really worry. I I consider it a little bit more drum and bass. Jungle was almost a a very specific sound in the mid-90s, a lot harder, uh, I think, than this. Drum and bass was always a little bit more atmospheric. Yeah. Here's a short path about my history of drum and bass. When Puffy started to take over hip-hop in the late 90s, mm-hmm. I became a little bit dis- disaffected because I was like more from the DJ Premier Pete Rock school of like, no, when you sample something, you got to change it a lot. And some of those Puffy and Mace hits, like they barely changed Hollywood swinging. Yeah. No I, change I, and so, in No right, Money More Problems. So, so personal taste, I just wanted to hear something different around that time. And that was around the time that, to go back to Pink Panthers, I discovered Adam F., I discovered Goldfinger mm-hmm. and I discovered this wealth of jungle and drum and bass artists and I and I was always like man I think if more at the time this was my thinking I was like if more black people got into drum and bass they would like drum and bass drum and bass and jungle in some ways are the black are black music <laughs> from the UK and we need to get it what's ironic is that now you know everybody's listening to uk rap which you know it went almost like drum and bass to uk grime and then at some point this wonderful drill sound came out of the uk so now everybody's onto it but i would ask hey guys listen to some drum and bass it's fun music it's got a great tempo yeah and um yeah so this, this is why this song was like you know this is brand new song for the most i think it came out in october so like you know, get into that. The whole album's good. All that is, one all that is super it. fascinating to me because yeah. it is kind of an area that I don't
1: really know much about. Like, I, I bought that w- one Goldie album a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, Goldie. But, like, I really, yeah. I really, that there's obviously an entire episode, I think, to be made we should do somewhere. A drum we, and should we should definitely episode. do a drum and yeah. bass, but also connecting it to grime and, and you know, getting into like and UK two, Garage, getting which, into UK Garage and two step yeah. and all these different sub genres. And I just kind of, as a result of our show and a lot of the deep dives we've already taken on air, yeah. like, I, as you were playing that, was hearing the connection to all of the the massive attack and Jamaica stuff that we've been talking about in these various shows. Another cool thing about what I was hearing in that for the first time maybe to, to my ears was I was making the connection To to your point about UK Mm -hmm. about like the sound system culture there because that bass sound it's almost dubby right that bass is very dubby both the sound itself but also the minimal use of it there's not a lot happening but it's powerful boom 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 bass lines like that are made for sound systems
0: and you're talking about they devastate you on the dance floor in the club you're talking about the bottom end but I would also point out that one of the things I like about this song is that. uh, while they have that that bottom and there's also like there's strings happening way up here yes and maybe one day we will get the stems for this (laughs) song or maybe have Saipo on the show and uh we can break down all the because there's so much going on in this song i would love to break down each individual super cool great choice all right after the break we'll be back with more songs we're excited about songs we think you should discover as well as some more hot takes fun lessons and musical trends we want to see more of in 2024 stay tuned sizzling hot takes not just hot takes sizzling hot takes shout out to us soy and the united soy bean board for supporting this episode of one song and for giving our podcast studio an unbelievably smooth sustainable makeover Here on our show, we dive deep into the music, dissecting every beat and lyric. Sustainability is just like that. Each eco-friendly choice we make is like a single note that contributes to life's melody. That's why Heartbeat and the USB are teaming up to lead the discussion around greening Hollywood. We're talking slashing the carbon footprint of production with soy-based alternatives, like soy-based inks for printing scripts, soy foam for soundproofing studios, and even biodiesel generators to power sets. To see our sustainable studio transformation, watch the Tears for Fears episode of one song and see behind-the-scenes clips of how we pulled the whole look together. It's all on at Heartbeat Audio on YouTube, and the link is in our show notes.
2: Did you know Bridgestone developed a tire using 75% recycled and renewable materials? Making a difference today for future generations. That's what really matters. Richstone solutions for your journey. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more. Myrtle Beach is the beach. 60 miles of bright sand, water, and a wealth of wonderful music playing day and night. You can step into a simple beach bar and discover a surprising level of exciting musical talent. A place to kick back and groove to the enticing soundtrack of the most unexpected vacations around. With nothing but good vibes floating through the warm ocean air. Plan your own music field trip to America's Jukebox at Myrtlebeach.com. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.
0: Welcome back to One Song, and listen, we have more of our favorite songs to share, but I want to take a brief detour and ask you, Luxury, for some book recommendations, because I like to read. You know what? I really like to read, too. That makes two
1: readers up here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm so glad you asked. I read a a bunch of books this year, mostly about music. In fact, I don't think I read any fiction last year, (laughs) which is maybe the sign of a warped brain, but here, here we are, and we're doing this show, so... Part of the reading actually was for the show because yeah. there are a few, not a few, many gaps in my knowledge. As much as we all like to get up here and pretend we know everything, which I don't think we do. I think it's pretty clear that we have some passion about certain things and there's other things we're all learning about. We're all learning. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, if there was any mystery about that, it is, I'm stripping back the awning. Wait, what's the expression? How do you, how do you say
0: I'm reviewing? Stripping Rubio? back the... Layers?
1: I don't know. I don't know what you're going for. I, I'm ready to reveal that there is a wizard behind the curtain, and he is just a man. Okay, we are just men here, and. <laughs> Before we started making the show, my hip hop knowledge was not what it ought to be, in my personal opinion. So oh, I, I, I a, think you're being too hard on yourself. Well, I appreciate that. But I read a, a bunch of really excellent hip hop books, not the least of which was in my top three for the year. And it's called The Come Up by Jonathan Abrams. It's one of my favorite styles of book is the first person account where you just like testimonials. You'll see like a quote from this person, a quote from that person. So this book is just like it'll be it'll be like a quote from Cool Mo D, and then like a quote from like someone the, the guy. Guy who founded the KML radio station that in the Bay Area that made hip hop really huge, and then it'll be mm-hmm. a quote from MC Hammer, and it's just three or four hundred pages of the story of early hip hop as told wow. by the people that were there. I love that. in quotes. So I really enjoyed that, and it led me to Spotify and Pandora to like listen to this song and the next one. It's a great way to kind of like bone up on it on an area that you feel like hey, I need to bone up on this area.
0: If you want to bone, bone up on your hip hop, be sure to check out. <laughs> if you want to bone up. Especially in time for the fiftieth anniversary. Good time to bone. Good time to to bone. What's the name of the book? It's called The Come Up,
1: and it's by Jonathan Abrams. Awesome. Uh, What's the What's the next book? And next up, this is a category that we've talked about recently on the show, which is the dub Jamaican, all things dub dub in Jamaica. That is where I have the biggest stack of books, where I'm least deficient. Potentially, it's a very short period of time that I have this passion for. Nineteen sixty-eight Rocksteady up till the end of Roots Reggae in eighty-two or so. My favorite book on this category, if this is of interest to anybody, maybe the Sister Nancy episode you've heard recently, it's by Michael Veal. It's called Dub. And what I love about this book is that it's not just a book about music. It reads just like any, like it's written so beautifully and it talks about both history and geography and politics and colonialism and music. All of these are woven into this really delicious combination of, of words, for lack of a better word, which made it a real fun read for me. So that's Dubbed by Michael Veal. And what would be the last one? And the last one is, I brought it with me, if you're watching at home. uh, By the way, I should say, this is a good opportunity to say, because one of the most commented things we have on our video clips, on our TikToks and on our Instagrams, are people wanting to know where they can see the whole episode. And that is coming soon, I've been told. So I just want to officially say that coming soon, not only will this be an audio podcast, but you'll be able to see these entire conversations. So I'm currently holding up the book because it is a beautiful book. And it is called Quantum Criminals, uh, Ramblers, Wild Gamblers, and Other Soul Survivors from the Songs of Steely Dan. It is a book all about Steely Dan. It's by Alex Papadimus and Joan LeMay. It takes a a song-by-song tour of the band, and it's got these really fun illustrations in it. Uh, and it's got the sort of sardonic wit and sense of humor that the band itself has. We are planning on doing a Celia Dan episode at some point in the future. So another fun read. <laughs> uh,
0: Quantum Criminals. That's the one. That's awesome. Thank you for those. All right. Something else I know that you're really passionate about, yeah. music documentaries. Can't get you, enough. What did you bring us? I, the
1: nonfiction is exclusive also on the television set. I only watch comedies <laughs> and uh, documentaries about music. So this right. past year, the three documentaries I watched that kind of made the biggest impression on me, uh, I think I started the year watching a documentary from 2017 about the Slits uh Punk band, post-punk yeah. band called band. Here to Be Heard. And really fun watch. And um, I didn't know much about the Slits. They don't have a lot of albums, no, actually. No, no. I, I usually yeah. came across them on like compilations.
0: Yes. But every every Slit song I came across, I was like, oh, yeah, this is great. It's great. And it's Ari
1: Up, who's, whose mom was married to Johnny Rotten for many years and just passed away recently. Yeah. And she had Dreadlocks. Really like am- amazingly creative, interesting person. Um, their album... Their first record, I should say, was produced by Dennis Bovell. But
0: we call them—will we call them punk or post-punk? Well, would I would we just—I would call them post-punk. post-punk I think they're okay. to me post-punk is absor- shout out to all my post-punk friends. Anytime you meet somebody yeah. and you're like, "Oh, you like post-punk too?" You've yeah. made a friend for life. Go on.
1: Well, the distinction being, I think, the absorption of other genres, not the least of which, in the Slits' case, is, yeah. is dub music, because yeah. they're, they're, they I have the dance that. punk songs that are sort of faster than your average dance song would be, mm-hmm. and obviously grittier and angular guitars, but they also and shouty lyrics so that's, that's, that's where the punk comes in and the speed but they also have they, their album was produced by Dennis Bovell who goes by Blackbeard who's a Jamaican dub producer who moved to the UK oh, okay. and it has all these dub elements to it and there's dub remixes happening and this is from an album in the early 80s by a bunch of white women in England so it's a really cool cross-pollination of, of genres, of sounds of, of just everything in the mix learned a lot about them at this documentary uh, so that's called Here to Be Heard and it's about the band The Slits What's your next pick? And for my next pick, uh, again, many documentaries, but these were the ones that I was finding myself still thinking about. In in the 70s, there's this music magazine um, out of Detroit called Cream, C-R-E-E-M. And uh, there's a great documentary about them, which is called America's Only Rock and Roll Magazine. This is also from 2019. I I just happened to finally get around to it this year. Really fun to sort of... Have that be the focus, the, the Detroit angle and the rock and roll angle and the writer angle. So this sort of snapshot of music writing and journalism at this really crucial time when it was really changing and evolving. And yeah. you all these famous writers, a lot of whom still write to this day, uh,
0: came out of this crucible of this tiny office in, in Detroit called, it's, magazine it's, it's called Cream. It's so Cream. funny. Anytime I see something, anytime I discover something and it's like from 2019, I'm like, Oh, wow, that's like before the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Like I could have You're been right. listening to this like all pandemic long or I could have been reading this or watching this all pandemic long. I'm like, where was I? What where was were I, you? What was I into? We what thought we had doing? all the time in the world. <laughs> and then I would be remiss if I didn't fully
1: admit to the fact that my favorite documentary, the best, most entertaining, most joyful documentary was the Netflix documentary about George Michael and Andrew Ridgely. Oh, that's yes. right. I'm talking about Wham! Yes. And it's called Wham!, <laughs> it is. It was such a joy to watch, and even though I knew all the songs, and you think you know mm. everything about it, I was really blown away by not just the revelation that Andrew Ridgeley was more than the second banana, yeah. but he was so much more. He was like, and continues to be, as he is still alive. R.I.P. George Michael. But such a kind and generous person. To George specifically, and their friendship is so beautiful. I was very moved by this documentary, That's and of great. course, it's a pleasure to see all the footage of them jitterbug like you know, all the, all the
0: songs, all the bouncy 80s no, I mean, songs. Listen, I, I think it's interesting that you know, Wham! It was it, they were such a huge force in the 80s, yes, and to the point that um, I was watching the British film The Firm. Uh, oh, I don't know this. The, the, actually, the remake from 2008, I think it is. And there's like an Andrew Ridgely joke in there. And okay. I told you that joke. And you're like, no, no, no. But you got to <laughs> see this documentary. Andrew Ridgely is not a joke. This is perfect because we've been
1: having this conversation recently about like about, outcasts, about Andre and Big Boy. It's like there's something about duos. And yeah. as we know from firsthand experience, no one really knows what's happening behind the scenes. No. And there's almost always a misperception on the outside that's kind Sparks. of an injustice. Sparks, we don't Sparks. even
0: know who really wrote the song. It's the songs and Sparks. I mean, we're pretty sure it was Ron. Ah, we don't even, we we really don't know. I will say one more thing about yeah. um, The Firm. Okay. By far, one of the best movies I've seen. Both versions. I have the, to the, see this. The, oh, my God. You got to. It's on my you list to for tonight. Um, the original version, which is very dark, but seems like they've got some real soccer hooligans into the movie. Uh, and the remake is also very good and very different. I will say that's the documentary that I would like to see in 2024. I have gone looking. I have not seen what I would consider a definitive history on soccer hooliganism oh, wow. okay. and I would be so interested that sounds to terrifying that. to me actually there are no. parts
1: of there are parts of great of, of of the UK that I feel like maybe it's a little bit like I there are colors I don't know I shouldn't be wearing like there's a whole that whole you so, could soccer die. hooliganism it's, you could it's terrifying you they do kill, the kill people they kill people why i don't understand it at all <laughs> very good yeah thanks for well those. and speaking of coming up um I, I think we're both looking forward to you know in the coming year there's this great sly documentary we keep yes. hearing about that Questlove yes. is working on that that sly document is going to be great my guess is we share an excitement
0: for this being our, our you know on next year's list hopefully. yeah absolutely yeah. And maybe we can get sly or or Novina carmel his, his daughter maybe we can get them to come back yeah or i guess in sly's case to come to the show for the first time yeah. and, and talk about it. Oh, that. my God. That would be a, a dream come true. Absolutely. absolutely. All right. Luxury, you're up next. What you got? So for the next song, as we were just
1: talking about, like these are songs we discovered in 2023. And, yeah. and I'm going to be super vulnerable here. Th- these are These next two songs, the runner-up and then the winner of yeah. this second song, uh, are both songs that a lot of our listeners, maybe most of them even, I'll be like, <laughs> dude, you did not know these songs. Yeah. Possibly, this is this is how life is. This is how I, I, I haven't heard all the songs. You don't always get
0: around to seeing everything. I don't know all the music. Yes, I, <laughs> I can't agree don't. more. It's like every now and then you find out someone hasn't seen that movie that everybody's seen. You right. know what? I was doing other stuff that year, so yeah, exactly. You. But you just told me Spinal Tap. You haven't seen Spinal Tap. Oh man, you're gonna out me like that? W- oh, okay. Man, <laughs> well, the I've spirit been, of this. I was song. vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told you that in confidence. Oh uh, man, I didn't. I, sorry. Well, <laughs> no, that's true. No, it's true. Right. I have not seen Spinal Tap. Not it's a long seen story. By the way, I've seen all the clips, guys. I feel like I'm gonna (laughs) watch the jokes. I'm gonna. I know all the jokes. the the volume goes to eleven. I get it. it. I know all those jokes, but I've never actually (laughs) sat down and watched the entire movie. So see, I did not even know the clips. I did not even know the clips. So these (laughs) are tracks that, like, I didn't even know the clips. Okay,
1: so what's your runner-up? The runner-up for the song I discovered this year that is now in my life forever, and how did I miss it all this time? Is I'm so afraid to say it. Say it.
0: Here it comes. Just play it. Okay, just play it. Oh God. I'm leaving this show.
2: Yeah. Straight out the fucking dungeons of rap.
0: I'm so sorry. Internet Diallo. <sighs> I don't know how to start
1: this.
0: Story. How wonderful. <laughs> but let me just say this. No, how... no, no. You have nothing left to say. <laughs> how wonder... You have nothing left to say. You had since 1993 to hear that song. <laughs> and somehow you avoided it. I, you didn't listen I didn't to say it. I avoided you know what? It. You know what? Hold this song up. has one host. This song has one song, one host, because I quit. I quit. The man does not know the first song on Ilmatic. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I appreciate how you're just- Unforgiven. <laughs> my vulnerability has been rewarded over here. <laughs> um, I
2: know I'm a jerk for that. This, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is payback fast- for the Spinal this Tap moment. This is yeah, payback yeah, yeah. for Spinal Tap. I understand.
1: <laughs> no, look, this is the thing. I, I am actually really- proud. This is an idea I want to propagate, which is that not knowing everything is okay. It's okay. It's okay it's on okay. the
0: individual level. Like You can't possibly have heard you all the songs. can't possibly heard- the greatest hip-hop album oh, of the Christ. 1990s. <laughs> oh, my Who's God. Who's got the time for that? Never going to go. <laughs> let it go. You're too busy watching Spinal Tap. Never going to let it go. Never. Oh, my God. You heard it for the first time on the show?
1: I heard it for the first time preparing for the show. I heard it for the first time in my in my readings about hip-hop and being like, oh, man, I missed, I missed this. I, I can't wait to catch up. This is <laughs> air. Because, like— there's I know eras, every word to that. So. There are eras where I'm just like obsessively listening to post punk, yeah. and then I get into my metal phase, and then I get into my but my hip hop phase. But like you must listening. have ended the year before because I was listening to all that Jungle Bro- Tribe Called Quest and yes, Digable. You You're absolutely to, right. To the Native Tongues. I just missed this. I just missed. This. It's like New York. I just left New York at the wrong time, the wrong day. <laughs> the month later, I would have been in Yeah Yeah Yes, or I would have been James <laughs> Murphy. I didn't know this.
0: This is fascinating. Okay. Yeah. That's 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 the runner-up. By the way, if that's the runner-up. That is the runner-up. I cannot even wait to hear what the other song is. I'm terrified for what your reaction is going to be based (laughs) on what just happened. I cannot wait to react. Okay.
1: (laughs) Here we go. The vulnerable moment. This is the number one song that I discovered in 2023 that is not from 2023, and you will probably be shocked. That's the Maybe if I curl up in a ball, you won't see me. I had never heard Souls of Mischief. Ninety-three till infinity until so
0: February twenty twenty-three. Crazy is the song is called Ninety-three Till Infinity, and that's the amount of time you thought you had mm. to listen to the song. Yeah, yeah. Song I took the lyrics. I took the song title very think, literally. What is going on in your life? So one came out in Ill Mania comes out in ninety-four. This single comes out in 93. What is going on in your life love, that you
1: missed these? I love our friendship so much that on my behalf, mm-hmm. you are that That's what this is, this is a reaction to on no, my I'm, behalf. I'm, I'm my friend shot.
0: My friend is missing
1: something crucial
0: is what you're feeling. One I of get them it. is I a, get it one of them is a huge radio hit for the time. I, I mean 93 to infinity was everywhere. Was not it was listening it was, to the radio. Was this is a kill bill of the hip-hop radio chart.
1: I am literally in real time thinking about what was happening to answer the question, because it's a great question. There are definitely years that go by mm-hmm. where I'm completely off the radar of popular yeah. culture, 100%, for different reasons. One of which, most recently, is because I'm making stuff, yeah. like an album or oh, whatever. Oh,
0: I'm sorry, you're like, I was making stuff, <laughs> I was <busy>. music listener. <laughs> I mean,
1: it's a, it's a fact. I'm terrible at making music. and I also- was making stuff, too. I was making A's. In class. <laughs> I'm terrible. It's not a good, it's not a skill I possess in, in mm-hmm. abundance that I'm yeah. able to like focus on the song I'm working on and also like listen to any music. I just can't do both because it always just distracts me because if it's good, then I'll be
0: like, oh man, I should just give up what I'm working on or you know what I mean? Like it's oh, yeah, really I challenging for I mean, there are times when yeah. I'm like, I don't want to watch any comedies today. Yeah. I'm going to watch Unsolved mysteries, my true crime yeah. obsession. You know, well, that's like, the th- exactly. And then exactly. I go on my phone. I'm like, oh shit, that's st- that shit still ain't solved. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> seriously, like up. the updates, I'm like they ended. They're like, disappointing updates. Yeah. Very disappointing updates.
1: But then there are times when I yeah. do invest in what's going on and like catch up and you know learn about so you, the music you, you've of the era. caught up
0: to like ninety three, ninety four. Well, now. but it's
1: interesting. I couldn't I can't tell can't you offhand wait to to spot- see your reaction in like ninety five. There are that's, spotty, man, there's spotty things. There's there's spotty spotty stuff throughout my musical knowledge and all things all knowledge is for that matter so we've obviously found a big gaping hole not that we want to talk
0: about big gaping holes you could you could drive a bad boy truck through it i have a question is there like is there divorce going on in your family like did uncle joe die in 94 like why weren't you listening is it really just a creative decision i mean like, the i answer- can't believe you brought up uncle joe like that. <laughs> <laughs> was it uncle charles did you know the guy that bone thug sings about
1: I think this the the really quick answer is here's the honest truth is like I was working at a college radio station Mm -hmm. in college. I was the music director.
0: Ironically something else I didn't know we had in common. I I worked at WHRB in Boston. Shout out to the But listen to
1: the irony of the fact that I'm the music director and I'm not absorb I'm Mm -hmm. not exposed to these. I think what was happening musically in this sub-world of college radio is white music yeah. like let's just call it what it is like i'm getting all kinds of yeah. records that are more sort of what would have been alt rock or indie rock i'm the probably listening to smashing pumpkins and urge overkill <laughs> now i hated the cranberries <laughs> <laughs> but i was super into smashing pumpkins and jade's addiction and urge I, overkill it's like so a lot of white rock and, and nirvana is still around at this point too so like oh, yeah. there's a lot of mud honey there's a lot of sub pop there's a lot it's rock music and it's mostly white and prior to that my entire 80s upbringing is is all the Sort of disco and funk and synth pop. It's a lot more mixed flock of seagulls. And and then I've just come from having this hip hop moment as we were discussing where it's tribe called Quest. Yeah. And then we've got a couple years here that are very white. In retrospect, I hadn't thought about it before.
0: No, no. Listen, I was at WHRB. I had a hip hop show, so you know, obviously, I had the the hip hop that I feel like everybody's heard. But then I also like I think back on some of the vinyl that was coming out at that time. And I'm like man some of that stuff I don't even know if it, there are mp3s for it because some of that stuff got released and the label went under and you know I don't know if all that stuff is still and out. are they
1: sending you Killdozer and built big black I mean
0: no but you know what do you maybe even know a, these these bands are like maybe, maybe there's it's a, 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 a- culture size right thing, but right I, but i but i i also knew smashing pumpkins yeah yeah, yeah. Knew, well they were huge but and all that kind of stuff. i'm talking
1: like sort of the more indie stuff like from touch and go records like
0: well you know i was into Britpop. pop yeah was, that was my okay. rock of the 90s and so to be fair oasis and blur and pulp i
1: equally missed all that stuff too so for what it's worth yeah. i have a huge gaping hole <laughs> I'm just gotta find uh, a better way of saying this yeah
0: huge just say i there's a whole, there's a absence there there's a huge absence right now our producer is dying because he has about 18 (laughs) sex jokes he wants to make i'm not gonna make any of them by the way if i can say one more thing about college radio i remember the very first erica badu 12 inch it came with a stick of incense that you could burn. Brilliant. I thought that was at the time. I'm like yeah. a college student. I don't know who Erica Badu yeah. is. But you need the incense. I wanted the incense. <laughs> you got a smelly so room. It was like the. It was. It was Kadar <laughs> Massenberg apparently his idea. He's a, a very important A and R in okay. terms of. We'll do a. Whole, we should do an Erica Badu episode yeah. and have back our good friend Duran yeah. Bernard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but like it was, uh, you know, we I burned the incense and I put on the record and I was like, who's this woman who sounds like. You know, Billy, you know, sounded like Billy Holiday, but right. she was singing about hip hop stuff. So yeah. I think we should at some point do an Eric about episode. I love it. And talk we'll about do that. working at college radio. All
1: right, Diallo, you're next. What do you got for me? Song number two, I think we're on for um, you, right?
0: Gosh, yeah. One of my favorite songs to spin this year. Uh, I'm a big fan of like, you know, dance music. And I, I wish I could say like some DJ playlist for me um, or some, you know, cool person hit me with a playlist. No, I was asleep in bed. My wife had been watching a movie, and at some point, the uh, credit sequence came on, and I was like, "It was so good!" Uh, This has happened a couple times. It woke you up. It woke me up. Like I woke up in I looked at the TV screen. I didn't even know what movie it was. I hit. It turned out it was Magic Mike (laughs) Three. Okay, but but hey, the song was cool, (laughs) and um, it's really just it's it's enjoyable. It, It reminds me of summer. Um, the past summer, and I feel like it's just a great song. Anytime I play, it, people are like, "Oh, what is this? It's really cool." Uh, this uh, the artist is a. Uh, it's actually two people. It's Diplo and Jungle, and I'm gonna oh, say something nice. about Jungle on the other side. I love Jungle, and the song is "Don't Be Afraid." Be afraid. that's just a sampling of that song that's great i never heard that it's it's one of those songs um you know one thing that that i think dance music does understandably is like a lot of times they'll give you 16 bars of just a drum beat mm-hmm. so that the drum, so that the dj can mix it you in you know mix it in but i like a i like a dance song that comes in with just confidence like that song just <laughs> starts up you know it's just yeah. like if you got and by the way i also like a good falsetto i don't know I just, i'm just realizing now this song don't be afraid my previous song sober by Sipho. Um, both male falsetto voices, yeah. like I, there's, I, I like a good falsetto.
1: I'm right there with you, and actually, Jungle in particular, this band in this
0: most recent batch
1: of yes. material that I've been making as luxury, yeah, they are one of the sort of role they're models so for me. They're so good, and what so they're
0: there's certain kind of Brit Jungle just so you know not to be confused with the genre of music jungle British is a bands. British electronic yeah. group two guys really actually two guys yeah, yeah and they 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 I would ask everybody to go check out they have like four albums i want to yeah. say right now i think one last year one in 22 uh, 2020 regardless go check out their albums jungle is making really cool dance electronic music. Totally, yeah.
1: And their first record, when that one came out, I was, I was in the midst of doing kind of a rethink on my own music. I was kind of going from a harder synthy-poppy, you know, electro-clashy kind of sound. Mm-hmm. And I was moving into something that was kind of more classic disco, and they were really representing to me like, oh, this band is kind of doing what I want to do. Yeah. So I definitely borrowed a lot of ideas, not the least of which is the falsetto, the live bass playing, and some of the sort of disco grooves and sort of the use of Rhodes keyboards. This band to me was very important. And I they still feel love like a band, them. don't they? They What's feel that? a little bit more like a band than most electronic outfits. Well, that's is... the thing is that the, their live translation of what they were doing, as essentially two guys in the studio, at least when they first started, that was another inspiration. The fact that they had backup singers and a, like, drums, they weren't doing it yeah. electronically. They were doing it, even though it was sort of made, I would presume, kind of electronically, yeah. samples and in the studio at home. But live, they perform with a full. They perform with a full band
0: where it's a drummer, it's bass, it's I guitar, feel like, backup speaking singers. Speaking of British duos, I feel like Basement Jacks was one of the first electronic groups to, when you saw them live, they had a full band. Yeah, Like, Chemical Brothers famously got up there with like their right. their, their keyboards and their their banks of electronic. Right. And both but things like, work, but like sometimes a band is definitely the way to go. i also it's noticed satisfying. That Chemical Brothers, Basement Jacks, uh, <laughs> disclosure, like, what is it about British electronic duo Duos. outfits? It's always two guys, a couple of white dudes. It's yeah. always yeah, it's usually usually white guys. Yeah. But you know what? We could change that. Yes, we can. You and me can change that. Yes, and we will. You and know, stay gonna... tuned. Twenty twenty four. Here we one come. One song is coming to a city near you. All right. So that was one of my songs. Uh, do you want to hit us? with your third song i
1: have my third song this is for that moment when i'm vibing on the couch It's the end of the day everyone's gone to sleep and i can't do anything productive at all not even watch (laughs) a show Uh so i will go to my vinyl record collection which recently has been i've the last two years i've only bought like dub records and my favorite dub records that i bought this year here is the first one this is the runner-up um this is burning spear and this is actually the you know as we talked about with jamaican music uh, the dubs sometimes get their own album, so he has a a record called Marcus Garvey. But I bought the dub version of it, which is called Marcus Garvey's Ghost. Oh It's wow. perfectly named because it's the dub versions of all those songs. Okay. And this song is called The Ghost. That's just you know I'm just chilling on the couch. It's instrumental. I don't mm-hmm. have to think about anything. I'm, I'm, I'm journeying to Jamaica in the 70s or wherever I'm going yeah um, so that, that, that was the runner up though here's the number one song oh, are you ready for it I don't know that I am okay well are you ready for it now <laughs> we'll see <laughs> alright The song is called People Make the World Go Round Trashman didn't get my trash today Oh I did- It's actually a remake. A great song, yeah. It's a great song by the Stylistics. You probably know the original. Mm-hmm. The remake is by Hortense Ellis, and it's it's very charmingly redone. You can hear the Amer- you can sort of hear how they filtered this American sort of proto funk song, like early seventies R and B song, into they've Jamaicanized it. Just little subtle touches, and here it is. Plastic. So just a really
0: beautiful That's super song. Cool. Yeah, just a really beautiful it takes song. me back to, I feel like that song got licensed in a couple of movies oh, and stuff. I like too. Maybe I, I only discovered Kirkland, it this year. Yeah, uh, the Spike Lee movie Cricklin. But it, it, okay, that song is a great. The song. original, the stylistic the original, version. The okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a great song.
1: Yeah, it's a great song, and just the proof of a great song is that it can be covered, it can be remade in so many different forms. Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting that you just chose like a remix too, right? I think on a few. Fu- yes, actually, I would say uh, in a future episode we should do our favorite covers. That totally Uh, reinvented the song. Love it. You know
1: I'm down for that one. So, Diallo, those were my three picks for the year, and I can't wait to hear your third and final pick.
0: Well, listen, um, I am always a fan of trying to get more people to listen to electronic music. Uh, That's no secret here. And one of my absolute favorite songs uh, is a song called Clouds, featuring Shabazz Palaces. Uh, The artist's name is Jarv D., and um, shout out to my friend Kathleen, mm-hmm. who played this for me, and I was like, yo, this is so great. I lo- I was talking to Vic Mensa one time about how just there aren't enough black people and rappers who are really getting down with dance music, but I feel like in the past 12 months that's changed drastically. You start hearing mm-hmm. more oh, of an urban sure. influence yeah, yeah. coming back into dance music, and this song is is definitely a, 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 an example of that. So here's Clouds by Jarv D. I mean in the club on those speakers that shit yeah. goes so hard. That was amazing. This goes so it goes so hard. And I and I and it reminds me, you know, to go back to what we were saying earlier, like, you know, whether it's Sypho on uh, sober doing like drum and bass or an artist like this, like I just love to hear um, uh, you know, just new influences throwing in on dance music when we had cascade on our show last year uh one of the things he said was like people are, are moving away from the idea that dance music has to be one thing yeah and it's becoming this thing where everybody from from urban to to, to country to to country urban you know like yeah everybody's throwing in on dance music and i love to see it happen yeah. so that's why that's well said Clouds yeah. by jarv d definitely goes hard you Great know
1: pick love it yeah All right, Mm Tiano, to to wrap things up, I'm going to give you a few rapid-fire categories. These are Uh rapid-fire categories. Rapid, rapid, rapid. rapid. me like this. (laughs) I will not delay. I I want you to share whatever comes to your mind first. Okay. Don't overthink it. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. (laughs) Artist you would most like to make a comeback. A comeback? Comeback. Who's been away and who needs to come back? Don't call it a comeback.
0: Well, okay, this is going to be controversial, and I don't want to piss anybody off. I'm going to say disclosure. And the reason being that they haven't really gone anywhere, but I feel like the music that they're making now is like of a different genre, and I uh, really want them to go you want back vintage. I disclosure. wanted to go back to twenty twelve. They have an album like two months ago or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I say it's a controversial take okay. because they're still coming out with stuff. But settle right. in twenty twelve. I mean, I go back and listen to it all the time. That made it's an imprint it's on such you. a great, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When a fire starts to burn. Comes in so strong. Oh, love that song. January featuring Jamie Woon is an amazing song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows Latch, but I would say those album cuts, like they they introduced a whole new type of, I would deep argue, House. sort of garage deep house-style yeah. dance music that I just haven't heard from them since, so I, I, I really want to see them. Right. I like the new Disclosure, but in terms of a comeback, I'd love to hear Disclosure just do an album that takes me back to settle.
1: You want them to come back but be completely different.
0: In the way that they would be completely the same as they used to be. In other words, same, you want them to- A little to, bit like, like they used to be.
1: You want yeah, them to be a little like bit. they used to be. That's All fair. Right. I
0: know it's a longer answer in a rapid fire session, but I just <laughs> want to put that out there. Well,
1: technically your answer was fast, so you got the rapid fire right <laughs> there. I spoke right fast there. when okay. I said it. Yeah. All right. Coming up
0: next, rapid fire,
1: rapid fire. Yeah, here it yeah.
0: goes. Dream Collab. Dream Collab. Uh Shoot, man, I would love to... I would love actually to work with you because we've worked on music before. Oh, that's a sweet answer. I would love for you and I to work with Mark Ronson. I think that there is a, <laughs> oh, yeah. a lot of... That so, sounds yeah, great that's, to our, me. that's our dream yeah, collab. I mean, <laughs> we wouldn't have to explain oh, right. our it's references. A dream. It's a dream. It's a dream. It's a dream. It's, a, it's a dream. it's a dream collab. That would be amazing. Wow. I mean, we have worked on music before. Yeah. We did that song, Black Nerd, uh, for uh, gotta, Sherman we Showcase. We got to hear a snippet of that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you... <laughs> so, <laughs> self promotion to the tenth degree. No, but I think that like if we could work with Mark, that'd be a dream collab. All right, what's the last All right, one? Answer. All right, last one, dream genre crossover. Dream genre crossover. Ah, uh, believe it or not, I'm gonna say I want to see a current UK garage song blast off because I would argue that right now the trend that I want to see more of in 2024 is just it's this tempo. We saw it, everybody saw it with the uh, little Uzi Vert song, uh, Just Wanna Rock. Like, that song is so fast, it shouldn't really work with a hip-hop crowd, except that from, you know, Chicago Juke to Miami Bass. Like, we've been dancing to that tempo for a long time, but that tempo, that 150 BPM tempo has not truly crossed over. Wow. But this year, you want speed. in the, the past, yeah, man, in the past year, I feel like okay. that song you were mentioning, Deli, with ice spice, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I, I want to see more stuff get into that really high sort of like 140, 150 BPM range that the Craig Davids and the That's Artful great. Dodgers, uh, and uh, and this group that I, I've been following. I, I think they pronounce it parallel because it's it's written weird. It's got like P dash but uh, they have a song called I Know. And it's also a really fast song. I, w- I want to see things get more into that BPM. So you
1: want to see that kind of stuff cross
0: over to the mainstream? I want to see that stuff cross over to the mainstream and sort of stay. because I think we've had, look, I'm from Atlanta. I've had a lot of like the 65 to 75 BPM hip hop song. Okay. Like Migos came in strong with that, but like it's been 10 years. So what I'm hearing you say is
1: TikTok, get on it start getting those faster tempos <laughs> up there. And yeah. uh, Diallo will be happy. This is how you please him. I will him. be really happy. will be very happy with this. Maybe
0: we can play something that has sort of a, a faster I think we should up. play that Lil Uzi Vera because I, I don't actually know it. <laughs> Here's a clip of Just What a Rock.
2: Project, project, this ain't what you I just want to I just want to...
0: What is that what? BPM? It's 150. Jesus, man. Yeah, that song is about 150 um you know like a lot of what i would consider garage can be like 135 140 but in general i like picking up the pace yeah. cuz i want people to dance again yeah. and a lot of people were on this track i mean it wasn't just lolos Vert, uh baby keem and kendrick had the hillbillies which is another really fast tempo song like like i said earlier delhi by ice spice uh there was a song by a a korean group called new jeans called super shy You know, like all these songs were like 150, 160. They they were were fast. I think uh, Super Shy is also 150. So I want to see more groups playing this beat range because it's something new and fresh. And let's start working on a sound for this decade that doesn't sound just like the decade we just finished up. Love it. Luxury, we've had a lot of fun this episode. On a more serious note... What message of hope <laughs> do <laughs> you want hope. to leave the one-song listeners Oh, man, that's a big burden to put on my head. But
1: I, I would say just thinking about, even as we've talked about on the episode, I think one theme that's emerging is the idea for this show, I think, at large, is that we are not—we always talk about we're not gatekeepers. No. We really believe strongly that, like, it's—the musical journey we're all on is different, and yep. we're sharing ideas and songs and facts that we know and love, but we also are learning ourselves constantly. And as I just revealed, <laughs> there's lots of songs that we— we don't know, just like don't you know. don't know. Nobody knows all the songs. And I think having some comfort in the idea that that's okay. Yeah. Like I think there can be some pressure to like, especially in culture listen, at large, man, that you're aware of everything that's going on all the time <laughs> on every Instagram account. Listen, you know, man, our possible. friendship is safe.
0: Yeah. Okay? okay. But no. I am going to task you, go home and listen to Nas's Illmatic album. Well, I've, now I've heard the album. <laughs> Tell me this a year ago.
1: That's what I, I need to know. You've heard the whole it. album. I've, heard, I've listened to the whole thing once or twice. Oh. You can definitely stump me. You are definitely that able to stump very, me. That was very,
0: that was a very light response.
1: Oh, I, but you know what? Another thing you're making me realize is like, it is true that you can't really cram either. So there's like a certain degree to which I'm able to comfortably talk about Metallica or whatever on some episodes. And there are other episodes where I'm definitely doing my homework and yeah. there's and, and you're definitely like talking more than me and vice versa. So collectively, we hope to like spread joy about the music, spread some new ideas, spread parts of songs you've heard before that you would never noticed all of that's coming from this like love of music, which is yeah. always growing, and we're always learning ourselves. Absolutely, bro. Diallo,
0: what is your message of hope for oh, 2024? Man, ain't no hope. Ain't <laughs> okay. No hope. Stay indoors. Close your windows. <laughs> 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 no, I have a lot of- a lot Lock of, your cat doors. I, I think 2024 is going to be great, and I'm going to wish a great 2024 for all of us, all the listeners and all the people who aren't even listening. Um, let's have a great year, y'all. Let's, let's do it. it. Love it. All right, Luxury, help me in this thing. I'm
1: producer, DJ, and songwriter, Luxury.
0: And I am actor, writer, sometimes DJ, and big Illmatic fan, Diallo Riddle. Oh, my God. I'm also a big Illmatic fan. Oh, now Lies. lies. I am now. (laughs) Where's the lie? Everywhere.
1: (laughs) (laughs) One song at a time. Literally, you can only listen to one song at a time. You can only listen to one episode at a time. And this has been One Song. We will see you next time. See you next time.
0: This episode was produced by Matthew Nelson and engineering from Marcus Ham. Additional production support from Jordan Colling, Charles Childers, and Alicia Shimada. The show is executive produced by Kevin Hart, Mike Stein, Brian Smiley, Eric Eddings, Eric Weil, and, of course, Leslie Guam. Hey, this is Justin Richmond, host of the Broken Record Podcast. Join me along with co-host Leah Rose as we sit down with the artists you love to get unparalleled creative insight. You'll hear revealing interviews with some of the most legendary figures in music like Paul Simon, Usher, Pete Townsend, Damon Albarn of the Gorillas, and Missy Elliott. And you'll hear from up-and-comers like jazz artist Leve, who told me about her fast rise to fame during the pandemic. Listen to Broken Record on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Myrtle Beach is the beach. 60 miles of bright sand, water, and a wealth of wonderful music playing day and night. You can step into a simple beach bar and discover a surprising level of exciting musical talent. A place to kick back and groove to the enticing soundtrack of the most unexpected vacations around. With nothing but good vibes floating through the warm ocean air. Plan your own music field trip to America's Jukebox at visitmyrtlebeach.com.